Welcome to this episode of Laughing Without Liquor, a woman's guide to living it up without the booze. Join your long-term recovery hosts, Lane Kennedy and Tamar Medford, as they have insightful conversations with others on an alcohol-free journey. We're glad you're here. Now let's dive into this episode. Laughing Without Liquor, the content presented on the Laughing Without Liquor website and podcast is for informational purpose only and not intended to diagnose or treat disease. Before making any changes to your nutrition or supplementation, please make sure to check with your physician or healthcare provider. Laughing Without Liquor podcast is for general information purpose only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including or giving medical advice, and no doctor patient relationship is formed. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition that they may have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare profession. So we're just letting you know that we're here sharing our experience, and we want you to take your health serious. So that's our disclaimer. Enjoy the show. It's spray time. Oh, tomorrow. Lane. Oh, what a day. What a life. So grateful. I am too. Yeah. I'm feeling so good. I'm fired I up. up. I woke up with a lot of gratitude this morning. I love it. Yeah. I'm hanging out with my friend Tamar Medford. And I'm hanging out with my friend Lane Kennedy. And we get to hang out with you. Thanks for putting us into your life. Today's question, you ready for it? I'm ready. What is something you have now that you didn't have a year ago? <laughs> so much. I know. My my face is like, what? Huh? Mm. I'm going to say. Think about that. A greater understanding of what it's like to a be a parent and also what it's like to deal with kids that have serious mental health issues. Yeah. You know, like seeing how people can end up on the streets because of the lack of the, the lack of support that's there. So it just, I feel like it's given me such a, a broader vision of, you know, why what we do is so important, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? So mm -hmm. I have, uh, my health in a newfound way. Mm. Remember last year I was just like, Oh my God, help yeah. me. I was struggling. And you look great so, this year. Thanks. Thanks friend. Yeah. I am just ever so committed. I just taught, um, the first eat for your genes class for the year, just, you know, kicked <gasps> off the year nice. um, and it was really great. Uh, they were interested in the methylation cycle, Tamar. No. <laughs> yeah. So that was really exciting. People are interested. So uh, what, you know, you're, you're our listener. What is something that you have now that you didn't have a year ago that you are absolutely grateful for? Mm -hmm. Share it with us. Send us and drop us an email. Let us know. Yeah. We'd love that. Yeah. Today's topic, dun, dun, dun. Dry January. <clears throat> Do you know much about this topic? <laughs> well, I yeah. certainly have Did my opinions. <laughs> I certainly have my opinions about this topic. Um, yeah. uh, so let's just start there. 
Yeah. Let's, let's, what's your opinion of it? I can't wait to hear it. Well, I've always been under this, you know, since I, I would say since I got sober, is that a, a lot of the people I see that do dry January are people who want to cut back on alcohol. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was actually talking with my partner about it this morning because I, I said this is our topic today. And she's like, well, what if you're like me where you have one drink a month and you don't really think about drinking? Do you need to do something like a dry January? And mm-hmm. I guess that's where my opinionation is, if that's a word, that's a new word that mm-hmm. Tamar just made up, comes yeah. in, is that I a lot of the people that I personally know that I may not hang out with a lot anymore mm. that do dry January drink too much. Mm. They know they drink too much. They mm. want to do it. They do it for the purpose of doing a detox. Mm. And I kind of wish they would call it sober January because I feel like then it would be more of a supportive thing. And not mm. only are people supporting those that, that choose to live a sober life, mm-hmm. but they're also doing something good for themselves. I feel like dry January is like, well, I need to detox for a month. So I'm going to quit drinking. Yeah. I just, I can't wrap my head around this. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just, uh, it was never presented to me like, oh, you can just go dry, right? You can clean up, you can clear up the system. Like that was never even a thought. It was, you need to stop drinking or you're going to die. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds so dramatic, but for the type of alcoholic that I am, Tamar, I mean, blackout drive, you know, in clear state of unawareness, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, putting people's lives at risk. It it is a, I have to stop. It's not about detox. You know, I was reading, I pulled up Google, our friend Google, uh, just to kind of get a scope on what people, you know, like what's the status on dry, dry January. And uh, (laughs) they talk about money. How much money they're going to save. It is cost savings. It's, I was like, oh my God, I wouldn't even think about that. See, I think this is the, the, the different mentality that we're talking about here, right? People, people are doing it to save money, like not save their life. There's yeah. no awareness. And I mean, if you don't drink a lot in the first place, yeah, the money thing is, is probably not even, it's not going to be a non-issue. Right. But I mean, if it's going to save you a substantial amount of money because mm-hmm. you're not drinking, you probably should ask yourself some heart to heart questions. Right. Like if you're saving hundreds and hundreds of dollars on alcohol mm-hmm. just because you quit for a month. And don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to take away from people who do this because I think that not drinking is a, is a gift. Mm-hmm. And when people decide to make that choice for themselves that I'm not going to drink for the month, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm on a site called Vox right now. And there's a, a rather, you know, an article on here, my year of dry January, a month long break, <clears throat> excuse me, a month long break from drinking was just the beginning for me. And so, you know, it's, I guess this idea around, I'm going to stop drinking moderation and then maybe they give up forever. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, it's kind of cool. It's but very cool. I don't know if that's an alcoholic, right? Like, I don't know if that person suffers from the same mental illness that I suffer from. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, 
Yes, enough said. <laughs> I need a lot. I needed a lot more than a dry January. I tried. I mean, I was all on board with dry January. I'm like, I'm doing this. And I think I made it till maybe the third day. And that's if I had something to occupy myself, you know, but I, for myself, I couldn't last. Like it just was not something that I could sustain without the help of other people. So, and now I see uh, another article here. I'm fascinated by this tomorrow. This is, this is, I'm like shocker here. So they have uh, three headlines here. People Magazine, The Daily Mail, page six, TJ Holmes would have 18 drinks a day before dry January. And, and TJ Holmes and Amy Robach discuss their 23, um, 19 or 2023 alcohol intake. Like, who are these people and why do they matter? And like, what's the big deal here? I just, I'm, I'm kind of freaked out about this. Uh, you know, these people, celebrities mm-hmm. talking about, you know, why they're giving up, right? Like, what's the point of this? Um, dry January is here. I'm giving up. I don't know. 18 drinks a day. But for an alcoholic, 18 drinks a day is normal. Mm-hmm. And like he's glorifying this in this People magazine article. I could easily have a drink in my hand from two in the afternoon until seven, eight, nine, ten o'clock at night. Right? We spent in the month of December $2,800 on alcohol alone. So I just like this kind of rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's it's kind of like, you know, I remember when I was in my 20s, my friends got me a t-shirt that said beer girl and my mm-hmm. nickname at work was tanked and for good reasons. Right. But it was like, I would, I, I would wear it like a badge of honor, you mm-hmm. know, until things of course became so much worse in my late 20s and early 30s. Yeah. But like that was stuff that I would brag about. And it Mm -hmm. was absolutely nothing to brag about because it, it almost destroyed my life. I mean, there's aspects of my life it did destroy and things that I went through that were very traumatic as a result of those 18 drinks a day. Right. The next article that I'm pulling up, which I appreciate, appreciate, I appreciate this one is how to have fun in dry January. And this is uh, CBS News, CBS News Live, and they're giving all these different, um, you know, ways to have fun in this month. But I mean, I wonder if people, like, why does it have to be labeled? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I just, I can't wrap my head around this. Yeah. Dry January. What, what? I don't like it. I don't like it tomorrow. That that's why I feel like if they're gonna do anything like that, it should be a supporting, mm-hmm. you know, substance use disorder month. You know, by people mm-hmm. showing their support by putting down alcohol. Yeah. Right. I feel like it's almost like a yeah. I did thirty days with no alcohol. It's like well, you know. And I learned shortly after I got sober that people who do not have a problem don't have to talk about the fact they don't have a problem. They don't talk about it, period, because right. they don't so, have a so, problem. Right. So this guy, who are these people again on the cover of this magazine? 
uh, TJ Holmes and Amy Robach, they clearly have a problem. <laughs> Right. And and this is the disservice. I think this is where this kind of dry January does a disservice of like, okay, how much longer is he going to be drinking now? He's mm-hmm. drying out for the month and his liver is not going to last. No. It's not a detox. I mean, giving up alcohol for a month is not a detox. No. So is that going to prolong his recovery it will he ever get sober and like understand like what he's or what both of them are doing to their bodies with this deadly substance mm-hmm. i don't know just it makes me uncomfortable well, and i feel that by putting it out there like we spend twenty eight hundred dollars a month on alcohol and we're gonna do dry january mm-hmm. it's it's not that easy for people to quit drinking i mean I, you know, I, I remember I was a blackout drinker as well. And I remember friends going like, you keep saying you're going to stop. You keep saying mm-hmm. you're not going to do this anymore. But then mm-hmm. you wake up the next day and you're back at it again. Right. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. Right. And then there's people who celebrities, right. That can yeah. go out there and say, I'm going to do this for the month. This is how much I spend. Like that's not necessarily a good thing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Here's the other thing I have that's so wrong with this is that they're okay, they're glorifying it. It's like they're bra- it's like bragging rights. I spend this much money yeah. on alcohol or I'm going to save this much money. And meanwhile, you know, Ted and Sally who are sitting in their uh, living room every night and they're dying of alcoholism. Uh-huh. And they drink just like these two do, um, what's their names again? TJ Holmes and Amy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they don't know how to stop drinking. Yeah. They're like, uh, dry January, that doesn't even make sense to me. And the things they're doing to get the money, to get the alcohol, right. are probably much, much worse. And it's right. just, and they're they're not feeling good about it, I can tell you that much. No. So what do we do about this dry January situation? Like Like I said, how can we, I mean, how can we approach this and get positive about it? Because I'm not positive. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why I came in to this conversation and stated, I have my opinion. I'm all for people taking the time to recognize that maybe it's a great idea Mm. that they experience the benefits of not having alcohol. I mean, it's good for your liver. It improves your sleep. Yes, you already mentioned the cost reduction, but I think the experiences that you can have sober with Mm -hmm. other people who are sober or Mm -hmm. not drinking, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't beat those. You know, having a night that you go and experience a concert, your favorite band. I mean, I went and saw Pearl Jam, one of my favorite bands. I only remember barely the first half of the concert. (sighs) So in terms of doing something like this to support Mm-hmm. mental health to support substance use disorder. I'm all for it, but I don't think it should be something you brag over. It's no. just something you do. Right. I mean, I, maybe that's a better scope. Like these two, I think are clearly bragging to be on mm-hmm. the front pages of these, um, you know, news feeds and getting, you know, detailed about it. But people who have alcoholism, you know, it's hard to admit that you have an alcohol problem Mm -hmm. and doing a dry January 
that would mean that I have a problem, right? That th- that would be I have to admit to myself that I have a problem with alcohol, mm-hmm. and maybe that's why it it bothers me so much. Is that these people are not allowing themselves to just sit and think about that? But then maybe after fifteen days of not drinking, they're like, "Oh my god, I am going through the worst." you know, DTs and I can't handle it. And my brain keeps thinking about when am I going to drink next? Mm -hmm. See, that would be an interesting conversation to have is like with these two TJ and Amy, it's like 15 days into it. What are you thinking about? Yeah. February 1st? Probably. Right? (laughs) I can't wait to have that drink in my hand at seven o'clock, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. Well, and here's what really bothers me is you have these two, right, that are bragging almost as it seems mm-hmm. of I spend this much um, uh, this much money a month on alcohol, we drink this much a month, and we're doing mm-hmm. dry January. Mm-hmm. And then you have, you know, um, media putting out articles like they did on Matthew Perry recently, Oof. you know, where mm-hmm. the cover and this kind of, it just yeah. irritated me. It's like, the dark past you never knew about. Well, hello, people. He just wrote a book on it. (laughs) Like, I think everybody knew he had a very dark past, right? And it's like, Mm -hmm. this is, alcoholism is nothing to brag about. Like, this kills people. Right. And it it should not be glorified. And I, I feel like that's what this is doing. That's why I suggest changing the name. Okay. 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 What do you got? Okay. To top it off, see, this like just this makes me crazy is that Amy and TJ, they have a huge podcast. This is just a disservice. We need to go on their show and talk about this. <laughs> well, they probably won't invite us anymore. No, probably not. <laughs> oh my God. But people love this podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm so fascinated by this. Of course wow. they do. Of course they do. Of course they do. It's an iHeart podcast. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Glorifying their journey, a year on the rocks. Oh my God. Well, you know what? Good for them, right? To each their own. To each their own. Everybody has to find their own path. And I think this is one of the things, you know, we talk about long-term recovery. Mm-hmm. Both of us live Correct. in substantial. You just celebrated another mm-hmm. year yep. in December, which is awesome. Congratulations, by the way. Um, is that... Well, in long-term recovery, I'm not doing a dry January every <laughs> year, okay? Like, I'm not cleaning up my act and saving mm-hmm. money every January, mm-hmm. right? I, I think people don't even consider or think about that sobriety is a lifestyle. Uh It's a lifestyle. Uh It's a sober life. It's not about stopping drinking. It's not about being an alcoholic. It's a lifestyle. And that's what we talk about in our book, I guess. Uh Yeah. Yeah, we do. Oh my God. So It's so crazy. Now I know what I was going to say. Of course, because I had to ramble. Is that, is that living in long-term recovery? Mm -hmm. Like earlier on in my my journey, I probably would have been irate with this TJ and Amy mm-hmm. and spouting it on social media and doing all this stuff and staying yeah. resentful. Like, this isn't fair. People like this. Right. But now it's like we talk about this. We bring it up. We discuss why. And we let it go. Yeah, it's we no don't. 
we don't let it affect our yeah. life, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, we don't, yeah, it's, it's such a gift. It's such a gift. Yeah. But again, that goes back to the lifestyle that you and I are living. True that. True that. We don't have to do a dry January. But for those of you who are doing a dry January, um, I, kudos. Let us know how it's going. I, mm-hmm. I want to know. Yeah. I would love to know like what inspired you to do a dry January, uh, how you figured it out. You know, it started in the UK. I think it was 2014. They definitely need dry Januaries over there. (laughs) God, Sorry, I have friends in the UK, so I can say that. (laughs) And then it's become this like world, you know, wide phenomenon, which again, I, I think it's cool, but it's how you position your message. And these two right here, I don't see them positioning that message no. properly. And we're not trying to put it down. I think this is just a perspective from two women living yeah. in long-term recovery that have had uh, some mm. very dark times in our lives because of alcohol. And it wasn't just as easy as having a dry January. So that's yeah. just the perspective that I think a lot of people in recovery probably take mm-hmm. on this dry January. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To us, it doesn't make sense. And, and you know, we've seen a lot of dry Januaries. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of people not make a dry January and they keep drinking. I would say a lot of people who do dry January don't make the full month of January. Yeah. There's always that, oh, I'm going to sober up now. It's January, right? And then they don't get sober, you know, they make it a week and then it's like off to the races again. So I don't know. Find this fascinating. <laughs> that's what we have to say about that. That's that's it. Um, we're going to close up this episode with things they don't teach you in school. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> what? Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, here we go. What is the most common day to have sex? Wednesday. No. Wah. It's hump day. Sunday. Start the week off with a bang. Chigabunga. Oh, yeah. I was going to say every day? No, Sundays. Okay. Okay. Sundays. So think about that tonight. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe you're going to snuggle up. It's Sunday and it's time to get it on. <laughs> yeah. And write to us. Like, what is your favorite day of the week to have sex? Yeah. Let us know. We'd love to know that too. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, we have going on, what do we have going on? We have the recovery reset happening. We have the life jacket happening. If you haven't been over to our website, please jump over there and subscribe and get involved. Uh, we'd love to support you and grow with you this year, 2024 tomorrow. We have the laughing without liquor book coming out at the end of this month. So if you head over to our website, laughingwithoutliquor.com slash book, you can get on the waiting list. That'll be at the end of this month. And then October. Yes. That's my fave. Sober October. And where you can buy, yeah. drum roll please, sobriety for dummies. I can't wait for that. You could do a ditty if you want. We're going to have to figure out something for Lane to do around yeah. the book that's a ditty. It's going to come oh. out. It'll come out. It'll be yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say thanks for listening today. This is a quick episode uh, about a kind of a big topic that's a little personal to me. Uh, so thanks for hanging out with me and uh, listening to the banter with Tamar. Tamar, thanks for hanging out. 
It's been a blast, Lane. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Laughing Without Liquor. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Living in recovery can be a blast, and we are glad you're laughing without the liquor with us. We hope you'll join us again in the next episode. Until then, take care.